little girls. This seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon. Are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes before he could find the right words. Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And um Today, I always start it like that. Yeah, you never just I say never today. Di- like I just say, this film this week is, and you just go today. Yeah. No, okay, the film of this week, so boring, is <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I'm actually very excited. That is one of the films. That and Deadpool are the films that like I'm of superheroes that I'm always excited about. Because they're comedies. Yeah. They're just different as well. Oh, yeah. like it's just, I don't know. It's not the same old, same old, just destructive stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of humor and there's always a bit of humanness to it. Humanity. Yeah. Well, it's not mm. like they're, 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 you can see they are actually humans. They're not like the other perfect superheroes mm-hmm. who come from somewhere else no i don't know <laughs> well i mean in the marvel universe they're fairly ordinary people as well like iron man no you see well he's yeah a, he's he, a major ex- super rich person and so yeah, on yeah but that's all, all they do is what i mean right like, oh captain america is... as well the only thing that they have these people would have is love interest when deadpool and um atman they have families they have like there's more to it okay they have friends um, they have ordinary lives. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they're ordinary working class heroes. <laughs> yeah. Separated from no, his wife there's, and, there's and to bring story. up a child. There's not just save the world. No, yeah. there's always a personal reason why they do things as well. Okay, ironically, that's exactly the sort of thing I normally hate. Not in these films, but in things like detectives. So like, I couldn't care less about their family and their backstory. I want them to solve the mystery because there's so many oh, yeah. of these detective well, things yeah. on. Yeah. So in this, but I didn't mind it in this either. I just thought, I think it was almost sending it up. In parts, like the yeah. fact he's, because I, I, I hadn't seen the first Ant-Man. This is the first time I've encountered Ant-Man. You haven't really. seen the first? I haven't seen the first one. The same like Deadpool. Again, I didn't see the first Deadpool. Still haven't. But What? Okay, I'm going to Kells and we're going to watch Deadpool. <laughs> Kells. You make sound like kill. <laughs> I'm going to kill you for not doing that. Well, but what I thought was hilarious in this was his ex-wife. Like, first of all, I didn't realize it was the ex-wife. I had no concept of oh, what that yeah, was. Yeah. And the fact that the ex-wife and her husband are best pals with him. And yeah. he, every time they leave, he gives them all a big hug. Or they give him yeah. a big hug more than anything else, particularly the, the, the new husband. Yeah. And I was going, yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, no, not it real. It actually does. I'm sure uh, it does. No, but it, it was... my, my parents are friends of people from Portugal. Mm-hmm. And they're lovely people. And the lady, Lou, Lou, if you're listening, hello. I'm just waving, like I just not <laughs> here. I'm waving hello, Lou. Um, she is best friends with her ex-husband, and so is her actual husband. Is, is like it's their friends, their friends. And okay. she said it to her now husband. She said, "Listen, he's my best friend, so he's gonna be in our lives a lot." And he's like, "Okay." And it's been like that ever since. Okay, like, they're it's unusual. Great pals, yeah. It can, it's ha- very it can unusual, happen. Yeah. But I mean, in the film, it's sending it up in a way. Yeah. Because particularly the new husband. 
is just so over the top. Like, give oh, give me a hug, man. <laughs> sort of thing. And it's just Paul Rudd, like, a man is not really into it either. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. And again, looking at it from personal point of view, it never happens. <laughs> <laughs> but so, it, what do you think of it? Oh, I loved it. It's really I good, really enjoyed it? it, and I knew I would because I I was af- I was actually afraid I mightn't like it because the trailer was so good, and I said, mm. "Have I seen all the best bits in the trailer?" But in fact, a lot of stuff that's in the trailer is not in the film, which I liked as well. Oh, there are scenes that well, there's so many trailers. The trailer I saw there was lots of clips that just were not done in the film, and right. I thought I liked that. I prefer I'd love a trailer. To be just reflecting the film rather than but yeah, telling the, it. Yeah, so yeah. the idea what the concept is. Well, even is. even well, the trailer I saw, even the the stuff that was in the trailer in the film weren't actually a big deal. Yeah, which was great. Yeah, it was just quickly yeah. passed by, whereas which, it just works yeah. in the trailer. But the one part I remember is when the two of them are about to attack, and Ant Man says to her, "says um, you go low, I go high," and she says. I have wings. Why would I go low? Oh, that yeah, wasn't in film. In, yeah. no, and I was watching for that because I'd seen that trailer a number of times yeah. and thought that was a highly amusing moment. <laughs> but I preferred it to Deadpool. I'll say that much. Deadpool 2. I really I got into as this. Well. This felt very natural. I just love Paul Rudd. It's just, it's just. Oh yeah, he's so lovable. Yeah, it's but everything just comes like so naturally to everything. Is just obviously he wrote his own lines, which we found out later. That. Oh yeah, so he was yeah. in the script. Yeah. So I'm sure that. It's well, he's easier a comedian as well, isn't he? Like he's oh, a comic yeah. actor, but is he a stand-up comedian as well? I don't think he's. I just think he's a, like a comedy actor. Yeah. Like Jonah Hill would be. Oh yeah, he's, a, he's in a lot of these things. Been friends for a long time. Yeah, which he's so good in as well. <laughs> <laughs> Making the name Mike acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Paul Rudd, you are now <laughs> no, one no, no, of no. us. No, 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 <laughs> Mike. I've never been a Mike. I'm Michael. I'm Michal. I'm Mick. I'm going to start calling you Mike. Now. I knew I was yeah. actually thinking that while I was in the film. I was thinking, oh, yeah, but this is a line I must say in the podcast. He made the name Mike, etc. I said, and Marina is going to at some point go, I'm going to call you that from now on. And there you go. Right on cue. Our lives are scripted uh, by each other. <laughs> so predictable. There's no more mystery to our romance. Yes, there is. <laughs> It was a mystery to me that there was such a thing. <laughs> anyway, back to the film. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, quickly. Yeah, I like. I really, really enjoyed it mm-hmm. so much. I ate two bags of popcorn. My God! I know. Like, I I finished the first bag of popcorn at like twenty minutes after the film started, and I said, to John, you need to go get me more popcorn. He said, No, <laughs> you go, you go get more popcorn and get me sweets. I said, No, John, this is my film. Last week we were in Mission Impossible, which was your film, and he said. Yeah, and you didn't go get my Coke. <laughs> and I said, yeah, but now it's my film. I want to enjoy Ant-Man. I've been waiting for this for ages. So he did. My beautiful husband. Yeah, how wonderfully <laughs> devoted. <laughs> Would not do that in a million years. Good to know I won't marry but you. Not <laughs> Good. Good for all of us to know, particularly your husband. Anyway... anyway. <laughs> um, I I enjoyed it like so so much because it's not that predictable and there's so many bad guys but that they're good at well, the that, same yeah, time this is what I struck that struck me about it was and apparently there's been complaints about it or criticism probably from the Marvel fan nuts that the villain isn't really a villain because the main person they're competing against Ghost or whatever her yeah. name is like she's sympathetic 
Yeah. She's reason yeah. to be doing what she's doing. She's gorgeous. So well. there's that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wasn't a good thing. Yes. But yes. <laughs> so I was on her so side. Go, ghost. Go, ghost. I love um, Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, I think that's right. I think she's beautiful. She is. As well, she's very yeah. good. Um, but so there isn't. So because of that, they throw in your man, the businessman. And yeah, the southern yeah. guy who was in Hateful Eight as well. That's what I was watching about him. Like, Where have I seen him? Bro? Yeah, oh, I was the same, but I could I could so Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, he's in. I can't remember him from. He's, rem- eight. he's the guy who's at the, himself and Samuel L. Jackson are the last ones to survive. You know, he's the oh, okay. former yeah, Confederate yeah, yeah, soldier, yeah, yeah, the racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so he was there, like he just felt shoved in just to have a really nasty villain. Yeah, was, but at the same time, but he I didn't mind. Nasty. I was. No, he wasn't that nasty. He was. He was a capitalist, so therefore he was evil. Yeah. Well, he was trying, like, he was really, you could see he was really trying to be evil. Yeah. And no one knows who his boss actually was, even though he kept mentioning it. I work for dangerous people or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, who? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. No, but it was, but it was all done for comic. Like, yeah, and, but yeah. it wasn't, this is what I felt about Deadpool. It was just to sending itself up that you couldn't take anything of it seriously and also the whole thing of talking to camera all the time yeah. was as if you're all in on this whereas this was a proper coherent story it all did gel yeah. together as yeah. a story it all made sense but it was still hugely entertaining and the wisecracks didn't feel f- we have to say something witty here now it just came from yeah. the situation and there so was a on. few moments that I thought okay that wasn't good acting like you could say they were trying to make a joke which was one of the scenes in the office with, with the cakes Fishburn. oh no 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 in the office with the guys from XCon, <laughs> which i thought was brilliant the name for the security company <laughs> oh, <yes. X-Con>. <laughs> no, but you, because they you were brilliant you, oh, you, i love you them see the first film no they they you know hank the the their boss no the guy the actual guy who the oh michael douglas yeah yeah in the first film Paul Rudd and the ex-con guys invaded his house. Right. And because they went they, to prison. <laughs> they say that, again, that's another bit that's not yeah. in the film that's in the trailer. Because they what do say they in the film about, isn't it funny that we're, after we robbed your house, we, you're hiring us. They did us. say that. I don't remember saying it in the film. She, that's the part I'm, I'm talking about. The, okay. The part with the cakes. Oh yeah, there was a scene in the case, but I don't remember but him he saying said it that, yeah. Okay. Maybe I went to for popcorn and he said, at that he point. Said, he said, isn't it funny or whatever? And everyone's like serious looking at him. Like no, <laughs> it's not funny <laughs> that you. But anyway, I just thought they like that that bit there. There was a few instances there that it wasn't that funny. But I love the Russian guy. That's the two of the ex con. Yeah, yeah. The, the Russian. The two, I thought the the two of them were just hilarious. Particularly the, when they appear at the end with the tasers. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, that's just perfect. Like it was just everything clicked with that film, yeah. and that was just. A perfect and they were moment. interviewed yeah. by the. <laughs> They were. We were just here to help, <laughs> <laughs> help the police do their job, <laughs> <laughs> which they cannot do. <laughs> like yeah. They were all critical and things of dismissive. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, you have the small desk. You were not here. <laughs> <laughs> we are a good security company. Yeah, <laughs> and then they get loads of calls at the end. <laughs> uh, it's just so so good. Now, one thing I will say: there was. Did you stay to the end of the credits? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I didn't. <gasps> well, no, I have a good reason for it because I went see it in Navin. And I've now been so much the next film is free. <laughs> they stamped my card. But when it came to the pre-credit sequence or the sequence just in the credits um, and I thought... Which was brilliant as well. Yeah, but I see again that's a reference to Avengers the last Avengers film isn't it? 
The last bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't recognize it until I happened to read it up later. Because I haven't seen that Avengers no, film. No, the, the credits. Just, you know, there's the credits and then there's the mid credit sequence. When he's gone into the tunnel. Oh, that's not mid. Don't say mid credit sequence. Just say the bit, but the bit after the credits that they always have. Yeah, but there's another bit right at the end of the credits as well. Oh, I didn't see that. So you didn't stay to the end of the credits? N- no. Oh, right. There was another bit, which I didn't see. But I knew there would be because there always is. And he's right. But I thought end. that was the one, the one. No. This mid credit crap. But what happened was when I was there in the, because of that mid credit sequence, that bit, which I won't say what happened. You know, I did already. I'll cut that out. And there was two fellas sitting behind me in the cinema, independently of each other. And one guy, just as the film was over, leaned his elbows on the seat near me, looking at the screen. Just, And he just goes when that pick him up. Fuck! <laughs> and I go, okay. <laughs> he was really shocked and upset. Fuck! And the other guy on the other side, who was there, I think, with his kid or something like that, was, and he was American or certainly Canadian or something like that. And then he says, um, "I wouldn't worry. There's another sequence still to come." Is there? <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Yeah." And he says, "Jeez, because I thought Tannis and the two of them had a mean major conversation, complete strangers, yeah. about Tannis and the whole Marvel universe." Says, "I'm out of here. I don't care. I don't want. I'll find it on IMDb. What happens after the end credits?" Because I was sitting there between them, effectively, even though there were seats behind me, they were leaning on their seats, okay, talking I'm to each other. I'm bringing my brother to the cinema then just to see this film. So I okay, can see, see that yeah. bit at the end. No, because I do. I bring him to see him all these the the funny Marvel films. So I have to bring him to see. This oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, this is the, you're guaranteed to be going to see this again. You're going to see yeah. so many films repeatedly. Yeah, this, has this to be. year I've just seen so like. Anyway, I, you're welcome, Marvel, for giving you so much money because the amount of times I've seen the film and they criticize most of them. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only one you've liked. This is crap, but I've seen. It's it Deadpool three Marvel. Times. Yeah. Right. Sure, Deadpool. They said Deadpool and Atman are the ones that are going to save everyone. That's what they're saying. Okay, but I don't know. Everyone needs save, and now you've ruined it for me as well. Well, anyway, I know that like John went had to go to the bathroom when you're mid sequence. <laughs> so he could have gone out. He went and got your popcorn and went to the bathroom. No, 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 no. He that was no. He went to the bathroom at the end when the film finished and okay. that sequence was coming up. I said, no, no, we can't go because of the the bit at the end. And he said, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. You can tell me later what happens. So I told him the whole thing, not realizing what happened. And I was like, I wonder what that was. And then I, it clicked because Anderson, we went out with friends and he said, oh, yeah, at, did the bit at the end um, link to Avengers? I was like, no, I don't. Oh, my God, it did. <laughs> then I realized what had happened. Okay. Like, of course. And now I'm so intrigued. Damn you, Marvel. Now I really want to watch your <laughs> that's films. What, that's what <laughs> is that you have to see all these Because I was, as I said, guessed from these two guys talking that that was a connection to the last Avengers film. Yeah. Which I haven't seen, but I sort of worked out what it might be. Yeah, we'll talk later, me and you. Yeah. <laughs> I must, you told me not to go and see Avengers and now it's ruined every single film since I need to have seen Avengers yeah and now we I think you're going to have to watch it yeah. because I just at the it just, after Anderson said to me does it have any connection because I think people were talking I said no oh my god there is How <laughs> and I looked at John I was like John there is he's like yeah even when you told me the story I realised well probably if you're describing it it would be more because you would be describing individual details that would then register with someone. Yeah. Well, yes. Whereas if you're just watching it, yeah. you're just absorbing it without necessarily connecting. I'm defending you now here. That's great. Thank Not you. Not going to happen once. too often. It's yeah. on record. Okay. Well, there you go. I really, really loved it. Okay. What did you prefer this to Deadpool too? Yeah. Yeah. I think and so. would Ant Man like the whole 
Ant-Man sequence or series compared to the Deadpool series which would you prefer I think uh, I really like both but I think Ant-Man is my favorite because it's just it's so absurd in a way how things happen Uh, like this whole quantum thing is just so like beyond. I did like the fact that he said, "Do you have to say quantum in everything?" Yeah, <laughs> even though I was taking, I was taking that exact thing at the time. I says, "Oh God," because there was Michael Douglas and Larry Fishburne getting into this real intellectual debate, yeah. and I was saying, "But this is nonsense!" <laughs> like, I mean, they're being so serious. Yeah. It's a scientist said, "Yeah, but it's all made up crap." And then he just goes, "Do you have to quantum in every sentence?" So I liked, I liked the chemistry between the two of them as well, Ant Man and Wasp. Yeah, everything. But yeah. like as you said, you'd like her. I really liked her. I liked yeah. everyone in it. I really yeah. loved it. I just, I just thought Paul Rudd was so well cast. For Ant-Man. I think he's good at in anything. Like yeah, he just, he'd yeah. get away with anything. No, he's but so yeah, lovable. it was just he just fits in. So, but you would never think, like even when it came out, like, Paul Rudd's gonna be Ant-Man. I, like I didn't even know Ant-Man before. I was like, he's gonna be a superhero. It's a bit weird. Same thing with Benedict Cumberbatch. I was like, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch's gonna be in Marvel films. How strange. And then now Tom Hardy is gonna be Venom. And I still well, he's already been a vi- Is Venom a villain or a hero? A villain. All right, he's already been a villain in the Batman. I know, but like that's DC. DC is good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm talking about like because I follow him on Instagram, so I know I knew already he was going to be Venom. But it's just seeing him there. I was like, oh, he's also in the Marvel universe. Is Killian Murphy going to be the next one now to get in? <laughs> Who would he be? <laughs> the Flash or something? I don't want to think. I'm oh, not, the Flash is the Flash DC. I think Flash's already been done anyway, hasn't it? Yeah, but you know the way they just remake things. Oh yeah, reboot them every few like, years. This this is the third Spider-Man person, so which I really like actually. I think your man Tom, what's his name? Is it Ewell? What? Tom Ewell or something? Mm-hmm. Or no, Tom. There was an actor called Tom Ewell who's in Marilyn Monroe's. <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> How dare I say such a horrible name? No, but I think his name is Tom something. I forgot, I'm sorry. And I think he's actually really cute. Okay, so I would give it actually a 10 out of 10. Another 10. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's a good Marvel film. Yeah, oh no, it's I the best quite one agree. Out this year. I think it's hugely entertaining. It's exactly what I wanted. I'm yeah. going to give it three and a half. Oh. Well, it, it's. <laughs> I'm more reserved in my market. Oh, right. You just throw 10 stars at every or 10 points at everything. Not really. <laughs> Okay, right. So, shall we go for to our challenges? Yes, please. Which I didn't fulfill. Really? I'm joking. I oh, did. <laughs> well, I did and I. So didn't. you're joking about not reading no, my script? I did. I did and I didn't. And I'll explain. <laughs> no, I'll explain it. I'll explain it. Like I, I watched the film. Okay, but it's but it's, it's a long story. <laughs> so you're going so to like, tell me now? You watched the film um, to meet the challenge, except. It wasn't the challenge at all. <laughs> it was Mary Poppins. <laughs> it was Mary Poppins, <laughs> but it felt like you were thinking of the challenge at the time. <laughs> okay, so you start then. Okay, can you remember what you challenged me? Yeah, it was an Oscar film from 1978. Well, this is it. Um, when I looked up that, I looked up Oscars 1978. So I looked through the words and then realized when I watched the film, the film was actually from 1977. But it was the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah. So because mainly when I looked up, I then was going to correct it and look up the Oscars 1979 for the best films of 79. Everything that came out in 78 that won award was to do with Vietnam. The Deer oh. Hunter coming home and all this. Now, first of all, I'd seen most of them. Yeah. And the ones I hadn't seen, I 
no desire to sing. I said, oh, I'm really not in the mood for some. They're real heavy, juicy stuff. So when I looked at 77 films, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> like they were all the films from the 70s were really heavy going. Yeah. But I found one in the best sound direction. <laughs> Because you said anything Yeah, in there. well, it was. And so I watched Airport 77. Right. Do you know the airport films no. at all? Oh, I used to. They used to always be on at Christmas on RTE back in the 80s as the big film to show. There was four of them. There was Airport, Airport 75, Airport 77, and I think Airport 79, the Concorde. And you know the film Airplane? Yeah. Which came out in 1980, which is why there's been none of them since, because it's a total spoof of them. They're disaster films. Yeah, we watched that, didn't we? No, we, we no, watched we um, uh, the other one. Top Secret. Yeah. From the makers of everything. <laughs> but, and Top Secret, like, was a spoof of war spy films. Yeah. Airplane was a spoof of airport films. But there was just four airport films. And basically, the first one was based on a novel. And what it is, it's always just a crisis on a plane. The first, the very first one, Airport, was that someone gets on board the plane with a bomb. Because he's suicidal and for some reason he decides to blow up the plane and kill himself with it. He's, he's bankrupt or something and there's no logical reason why yeah. he's doing it on a plane. I think, no, it might have been he's just smoking a bomb somewhere going to do it somewhere else and then they catch him or they find out yeah. he has a bomb and he explodes it before they can stop him. So the, um, the side of the plane is blown out and the pilot has to rest, desperately get the plane under control and land it. And all these films have major celebrity stars. This is the whole thing. Like, they're all big stars on the plane. Yeah. And then big stars on air traffic control guiding them in. Yes, I don't think you can do that. I'm going to try. And all this. So, so the, the basically, airport <laughs> That's exactly was, what it is. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly just described every single Mission Impossible film as well. Well, yes. It's nothing like Mission Impossible. No, I'm not like saying that. I'm just saying that you that can, line. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be done. Yeah. Well, well, they're talking about complicated technical thing. This is this. You can't fly a plane while it's upside down. I think I can. <laughs> so this one starred Jack Lemmon as a pilot. And this one said most of the stars are also older stars in these films. Now, Jack Lemmon was the youngest star in this. He was in his 50s at the time. Um, but Olivia de Havilland who was in Gone with the Wind, so it would have been about 70 at the time of this film, or 60. Um, and Joseph Cotton, who's in Citizen Kane. So all these films from, film stars from the 30s and 40s are now passengers on this plane. Christopher Lee was in it as well. You know Christopher Lee? Yes. So they're the big stars, and then you're just wondering which of them's going to get killed off. And they all, they're all, there's always one or two children. And of course, there's someone who sings a song. <laughs> like it even says when you're watching the film in the opening credits the song says um, the one I behold song but lyrics by music by there's a song <laughs> and of course what's so funny about it was the singer because there's a lounge on the plane and the singer is blind oh. so he's playing so like this typical thing like the um, oh it's so sweet and sad this yeah. blind singer and he's there singing and there's this woman who's his accompanist who's standing by the piano and watching him yeah. she's in love with him <laughs> and he can't see <laughs> it's just he's looking up to her but obviously he can't see her and he's singing this love song to her and she's singing back to him but we can see she's looking at him with eye, the eyes of love and devotion <laughs> and he can never know because he's blind and then of course he gets badly injured and when the disaster of happens course, yeah. and he says i've always loved you she <laughs> says i love you then he dies <laughs> so giving it away <laughs> but basically the disaster that happens in this one is some hijackers get on the plane but not to hijack the plane 
they want to steal some artwork that's on the plane because the owner of the plane company james stewart who's back on earth is having his collect prices collection of paintings flown home also on the plane are his estranged daughter and his grandchild who he's never met who are flying to meet him for the first time so these are all the emotional yeah, layers yeah. that are thrown in and then what happens is the hij- hijackers take over the plane they gas everyone <laughs> they put gas in the air supply so everyone's knocked out hijackers take over and divert the plane off course and then and under the radar and then hits hit an oil rig oh my god they crash off an oil rig and the plane is damaged and crashes into the sea so they're underwater this is a plotted plane is a plane is underwater when all the passengers suddenly wake up and most of the hijackers have been killed in the resultant crash or whatever one of them is in and he he tells jack lemon they don't know where we are because they're looking for a plane in the wrong direction so they have to somehow survive, get out of the plane, which is underwater, and get to the surface and get everyone out. And of course, people are panicking. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. Control yourself. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's full of all these scenes. And it was just wonderful to watch because I've seen Airplane so many times and it spoofs it to yeah. bits. Like there's a scene in Airplane where this woman starts screaming for no apparent reason because the plane is out of control. We're all going to die. So this fella comes up and slaps her several times across the face. Get out of control. And she's still hysterical. So someone else goes, let me try. And belts her really hard <laughs> until you see a line of people waiting up to hit her. And one, <laughs> one fella's tested his boxing glove. Yeah, yeah this should do it. And another fella has a wrench. <laughs> you have to see airplane you will love it but particularly with regard when you're seeing a film like this which is a serious disaster film and then the spoof it's on netflix just, isn't it airplane it I was think. like hopefully it still is so i thoroughly enjoyed it like i just it was just i said i know exactly do not take this film seriously it's just entertaining hokum and yeah. it was it wonderful Good. way to I'm pass the time I'm glad after 10 minutes you, you were able to tell us all that okay well I was because I thought you hadn't fulfilled your challenge I prepared a long winded one to mine I haven't so okay. thank you very much for <laughs> your so challenge my challenge was to see a sci-fi film in the same kind of line as 2001 A Space Odyssey is it yeah. Odyssey or is it Odyssey how do you say it Odyssey Odyssey okay um so nothing like Star Wars or Star Trek or anything like that. So yeah. I chose. Now, it is a film that I had tried seeing, to see before, but I slept through the whole film. <laughs> that's, so, that's, that's failing very yeah, badly. Yeah. No, I saw the start of it and I remember seeing the end, but not, <laughs> not, but not really remembering exactly what it was. I said, no, I wanted. I had two options. I wanted to see Arrival. All right. And I said, no, I really, but this one, yeah, yeah. but I said, this one, I really, really want to see because I have to, I just have to see it. And I remember having an argument, not argument, but a discussion about the film with Stephen and Robert, I think in class. Mm -hmm. And I, I was talking as if I knew about the film. I just said it was (laughs) crap. Oh, I think I know what it is. What is it? Interstellar. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because I do remember you dismissing it out of hand. Well, it, I slept through it. And I slept through it again. <laughs> well, not through the whole thing. No, I saw most of it. But it was <laughs> at one stage I did fall asleep. Because it was just like, oh my God, so long. <laughs> it's just so boring. It is not. I don't like space movies. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I think I didn't no, realize that when I, I set you the challenge. I want to another chance. <laughs> Because I, I believe Christopher Thank Nolan is a genius. I believe Christopher Nolan is a genius. And the whole time in my head, I was like, he doesn't like CGI. So he's doing his best not to make it CGI. Yeah. So I kept thinking of that. And it is amazing. It is beautiful. And the acting is very good. But at the same time, I was like, oh, I just, I can't. I'm trying. 
but I cannot like it. I cannot. So I fell asleep at one stage. I think it was the time Matt Damon died or something. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Like it was just the whole thing with this family, and then which like, is the whole crux of the film. <laughs> I know, I know, but it was just like, uh, okay. And I'm, I'm not really a fan of Matthew McConaughey either. Okay. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm really. Trying. But you are a fan of Matt Damon. I am, and he was good. I really liked okay. him, and I liked Anne Hathaway. Yeah. But it's just, it's still, it was like, I just don't like space films. Like I've seen Gravity with Sandra Bullock as well and actually that film is good <laughs> now just, that I, think I had no idea that you had this this dislike for well, space yeah, films did you not know that i have two types of films that i completely dislike genres mm-hmm. mountain films and space films so like everest that just gives me okay. the heebie-jeebies okay because i just can't take people on mountains <laughs> i just dying. need to okay, keep talking i just need to think of a new challenge for you for next week <laughs> yeah. and then space is the same because it scares me to death the fact that you could just suddenly be wandering off so and alien, wander off forever alien will you put you off have you watched alien no i haven't and it was on the list like there was loads of films i wanted to watch would looper be a good one still to for the for the challenge would that be because i didn't know and it, it, see it wasn't what i had in mind i mean certainly it is it's a science fiction concept and so on that's time yeah. travel yeah in a way it was more uh, like what you did was exactly right okay. but I, I didn't even think of interstellar but yeah. i mean it's exactly I'm exactly right but it's exactly the criteria because of the whole science concept like yeah. it's scientific yeah and uh, like 2001 is it's in space and it's scientists getting involved rather than and uh, just some completely like looper is a bit fantasy like yeah. whereas this is this is all realistic yeah, this, well, you yeah, can imagine yeah, 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 these yeah, things yeah. happening Could in have the just future. Watched passenger or something. <laughs> I love Passenger as well. Which is Passenger? It's the one with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Oh God! Well, I yeah, really that would. Like but you have already seen it. I know, I know. I reviewed it, which yeah. reminds me, Money Monster is on this weekend on RTE. Did we like that? I don't think we did. Oh, we did. Well, I did. But the point is, that was our first. Yeah, review. I know. I remember. Yeah. We've now come to. I always judge. I feel like yesterday, time. like. But it's two years ago. I know, it's mad. But I always used to judge that because it used to be so long before when I was younger, before films turned up on television, that once a film turned up on television, that it was the end of its life, effectively, its last run. And it was a real time passing thing. And this is so this is an era has now passed from when Money Monster came out to when it ends up on television. Yeah. And we've been doing the podcast in that entire time. I know. Mental. (laughs) And (laughs) and people are still listening to us. (laughs) Thank you. We really appreciate it. And we are sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for not meeting our challenges. <laughs> this, I did this, meet yes, it. I fell asleep. It's a new way, a new way of this avoiding is, this the is challenge. My, this is my reaction. Do you want me to lie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Absolutely. Okay, fine. Yeah, you it looked great. it. It's great. <laughs> I, will, I will give it another chance. Honestly. <laughs> I because I, I love Christopher Nolan. And I think he's amazing. This is the one film I just can't... For some oh, no, reason, I, I would just say I wasn't madly impressed by it. I thought it was very good, and I love a lot of the ideas in it. I just didn't think they were developed enough. Like I do like the idea of yeah. time and so on, and the very fact that the father comes back to meet the daughter, and she's way older than him. Yeah, but it that just, sort of thing it remi- fascinates me. It reminds me of Friends. Do you remember the play that Joey was in? Oh, at the, the start, <laughs> yeah, and he just gets on the the, the ladder, just comes down, and he just goes, "You tell your great great granddaughter." That I'll be waiting or something. I'll be coming back. Yeah, I'll be coming because 
what's her name, Donna or whatever, I'm going to want to meet her. And they just go. <laughs> so that, just, that just reminds me. That was me very of emotional. I'm One sure. of the emotional moments. Of friends, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like that was better than Interstellar. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm really joking now. Christopher Nolan, if you're listening, no, I, if you'd I like adore, to make a film with Ben Affleck, no, I I'll go and see it. No, Christopher I Nolan. I think Christopher Nolan can not. do no wrong. No, he can't. You've just said. No, I don't. I, I'm joking, obviously. I don't. That's why I want to give the film another chance. I just don't like space. The only film I like about space was actually Gravity. But still, okay. it gave me the heebie-jeebies. Well, is that, but is that what you're saying you don't like? Is it that it frightens you? The yeah, concept. Yeah, the so concept. But that's not necessarily not liking it. As a genre, it's just being frightened by the genre. Yeah, but it's there's not that much you can explore in it either. It's always going to be the same thing. Like Star Wars is cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Star Trek is cool because they don't die in space, if you get me. They, right. they can probably, but it's just it's not about that. Where these films, it's about that. It's the whole thing of you have to stay alive. You can't take off your helmet, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then you're you when you go out into space to fix whatever it is in your spaceship, it's you're there by a string and at some point someone's string is going to just rip so, off and they're going to just float around so into the space concept for, terrifies you yeah but it's just it's the same thing like even <laughs> the martian i love the martian <gasps> i did like the martian oh the martian is awful that damon you hottie <laughs> I, I can't say no argument <laughs> that's not the point but it's, it's just, a dreadful film no, I this is interstellar is infinitely better wasn't than it the based martian. on a true story or something the Mar- <laughs> <laughs> the Martian based on the true story. <laughs> oh, <it's good>. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be all right now. <laughs> Don't get me started. Oh God. Okay. Anyway, will we go to our, to our next challenges for? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Well, you go. Uh, I am challenging you to watch a mountain film <laughs> set in space. <laughs> based on a true story. <laughs> Starring Ben Affleck. <laughs> and directed by Christopher <laughs> You like Christopher Yeah, Nolan. I know. Uh, no, I let you off on that. My challenge to you is straightforward enough to watch a German film. Because okay. we actually haven't reviewed any German films apart from Pandora's Box. Yeah. I thought of that after. But also a German no, but classic. not in not in the challenges. No, yeah. well, but we've Pandora's Box is the only German film I think we've actually ever reviewed. Really? I don't oh. think we've ever discussed. Well, I'll have to check it back. But um, but a German classic, not necessarily. I don't mean a classic of the nineteen twenties or thirties. Well, not the thirties, but um, it could be a modern, recent film, whatever. But what a very well acclaimed German film. There's, okay. plenty, there's lots of them over the years, but just one that is recognized as a great film. Like the way, if it was, say, a great British film, you might pick Chariots of Fire. Or you might pick... <laughs> what was it? It was Chariots of Fire, and I used to get it confused okay. with Chariots of Fire, and... What was it? There was another one. There was a film that you used to say that I said, oh, is that not this one? You're like, no, that's Chariots of Fire. What was it, damn it? <laughs> If anyone can tell, send us a message to tell us what the film is, we'll think of it for next week. So that's what we will reveal after, next after week. We, after we finish it, yeah, I will remember. And we will reveal it next it's week's podcast. It's something to do with Greek. 
<laughs> no, no, yeah. No, it's something to do with fire, I thought. Oh, no, no, it was... Um, whoa, shit, I've forgotten the name. Um, Jennifer Lawrence is in Hunger Games. No. Didn't you think there was some connection between them and Charles? No, Fire? no, it was... Both were Oscar-winning films, I think. Right. So it was Chariots of Fire and another film... Sizzling something. No, was it? it uh, ah, I know it. I know it. Blazing Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> Chariots of Fire and Blazing Saddles. It was always. Blazing <laughs> Saddles, the famous Oscar winner. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not even that. No, I thought they were both. Of, no. Have you seen either of them? No. <laughs> but I just get the name. They are both great films, but <laughs> completely different. beyond different. Because <laughs> you said too Every single. Genre <laughs> and its possible connection between them. different decades, different countries. The only thing they have in common is the language, like, and yeah. barely that. Anyway, so my challenge to you is because <laughs> I just keep thinking basic saddles, chariots, <laughs> so easily confused. Okay, so <laughs> Martian based on a true story. These are moments to treasure. I'm not serious when I say them. Oh, no. Although the blade of the chariots of fire, I was serious. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. I said to you, have you ever seen Blazing Saddles? Is that the one that won the Oscar about the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Blazing Saddles at the Olympics. <laughs> The Horse Olympics. Okay, would you stop? All right, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, we should be doing this all fair. (laughs) We are going to have fun after this podcast. Right. More challenge to me, please. My challenge to you is to watch a film based on a... I know I've done the book thing, but based on a classic literary story. It could be a novella. It could be... A play. Like Shakespeare. A play, yeah. Or a novel. Or a novel, yeah. Okay, I actually was going to challenge you with that myself. At one really? Point. Yes, a while ago. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I got there first. Okay, then. <laughs> I, I, I'm delighted to be doing this. I've watched one of them every week and I said, well, I've come back with seven <laughs> <laughs> results. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening. If you still are. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I've been Marina Gorski. And I've been Mick Jordan. Woohoo! They just put the Chariots of Fire theme song. Dun, dun, there. No. <laughs> It's such a cliche. I put blazing saddles. Just a team in that. Oh, gosh. Right.